Ladies and gentlemen, we'll begin our final descent. As we prepare for landing, please make sure your seatbelt is fastened and your seat back and tray tables are stowed. Also this time, please put away all carry-on items, including laptop and devices of similar size for landing. landing. Ladies and gentlemen, prepare to enter Culturama with Diva. Hello, Culturama listeners, and welcome to this exciting episode of Culturama with Diva, where simplicity is the best thing. This program is brought to you by Enesantum Entertainment LTD and this is the final leg of our children's podcast special. If you need instrumentals, recording, mixing or mastering, maybe a music video, photo shoot or graphic designing, need bouncy castles, face painting, popcorn, cotton candy or characters for the kids, want to do online or offline promotion, maybe both, let's print your t-shirts and everything else. Here at Inner Sanctum Entertainment Limited, we got you covered. Reach us on FB and Instagram at Inner Sanctum Entertainment LTD, YouTube at Inner Sanctum Entertainment, and Twitter at iSanctum Studios. Or call us at 1 866 That's 1 866 Again, this is Children's Month. And I thought I'd leave the best for last for the young people, as in those who are 15, 16, 17, 18, and, you know, who want to get to university, but haven't really invested their financial assets for university or college. And as such, I have found a handsome gentleman who will tell us about that. Let's welcome Hirsch Tropa. Hi, Hirsch. Hey, how's it going, Tia? I'm great. How are you? Great. I'm doing awesome. I love this statement. You have the power to take control of your dream life and your financial journey. Tell us about that statement. Explain it to the listeners. Yeah. So, uh, like, like you said, it's uh, you have the power to create your dream life and uh, take control of your own financial journey. Um, it is a really powerful statement because you know, most of the times we think that uh, life is happening to us. And so we don't take the steps needed to turn it back around, right? We just wait for the next best thing to roll around when really we could be making that happen ourselves. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that you have, you really do have the power to create your own dream life. You have to take the steps towards it. You know, it, it doesn't happen overnight, of course. Uh, it does take time and you have to put in the, you know, the time and effort and be persistent with it. Uh, but it is possible. A lot of people have done it in the past. And, you know, those are the, the people who end up writing about it or telling their stories and, uh, you know, sharing their journey and telling us that it is a possible thing. So you can take control of your financial journey. You can take control of you know, your future career, whatever your goal is in that to buy a home to, you know, to make a business and and like help other people in the process. So it, it really is up to you 
it, de it really depends on how badly you want it and what your why is behind it. And so it really comes down to, you know, the importance of that piece in your life. If you really are coming from, like, say, a poor family and your aspirations are, you know, much beyond what you've been seeing, you know, through your parents or through the people around you. Yes. Um, it's it, you can make such a big difference by just taking a step towards that bigger picture by reading about, you know, different things that you're interested in or learning um, someone else's life story, how they went about it. Number two, I love this quote, this statement as well. It is said that money management does not have to be a stressful, draining process. Tell us about that. Yeah, I think a lot of people get intimidated by just the terms money management because they think you need to know about money um, and like deeply know about money or finances or, you know, they think that they had to have, you know, majored in economics or finance or accounting to be able to manage their money. But it's definitely a lot simpler than that. It's all about, you know, I would say debits and credits, but <laughs> I feel like I need to go a little bit deeper than that. It's all about, you know, your, your, your incoming and outgoing cash, right? At the end of the day, you're looking at your bank account, how much money are you collecting and how much are you spending, right? So what is your actual income and how to manage the money that you're receiving as income um, through the amount of expenses that you have uh, taken on, right? So that may be your you may have one or two jobs that you're doing. Maybe you're earning, you know, 5,000 total from that in a given month. And I'm just making up numbers here and, you know, people make less or more than that, of course. Um, you have to kind of look at, just break it down into simple steps, right? What is my rent? What is my utilities bill? You know, can I cover all my expenses with the money I'm making? And if not, then, you know, try to figure out a way to either reduce your expenses and uh, or increase your income you know learn new skills to do that but it's not it's it's not a stressful process if you actually write it down and uh, most people try to do it in their head and it becomes stressful because they think like oh this doesn't make sense you know I, I probably am not even including everything that I need to um, it's it really if you write it down it creates this habit of like discipline and uh just you know money management skills that you need come from you taking the action towards your your money right and how you spend it so it's all uh it all comes down to writing it down and how you set your behavior to align with that uh, with your budget which i know we'll kind of discuss and go into later but um that's i would say it's not a stressful draining process uh people think it is uh, because they think that it's much harder than it is once they start doing it and get into it it becomes so much easier and they actually have fun doing it at times because they're like they have these goals they want to hit and they want to make things happen for their themselves so they try to figure out how to go about you know making it more efficient um but yeah i think anyone can do it it just takes taking the step one what is money management Okay, so in simple terms, you're just managing the amount of money that you're making against your expenses, your day-to-day -day expenses or your monthly expenses, right? 
being able to be efficient with that, being able to actually save through the process and then take that money to, you know, make money for you. Um, but I think the, the simplest way is taking this, the first step of just looking at what you're making and what you're spending. Um, that's, that's the easiest way to put money management, being able to successfully, uh, spend less than you're making right living within your means that's what money management comes down to uh making your dollar go further than you currently might be right so if i'm spending if i'm spending five thousand dollars and i'm making five thousand dollars then that's not good money management but if you if i'm making five thousand and i'm spending two thousand and you know stashing away the rest or investing it then that's great money management um so yeah, I think that's in simple terms. And of course you can get into the whole investing part of it, managing your, you know, your um, retirement accounts and your, um, you know, stock brokerage accounts and things like that. That also comes under money management, but right. you know, that's for more complex scenarios. I think the first focus should be on just handling your day to day. Just a reminder folks that I'm speaking with this handsome gentleman, Harsh Tropa. And this program is brought to you by Inner Entertainment. We are Inner Entertainment Limited, proud sponsor of Culturama with Diva. We encourage you to listen and join us in a journey of cultures, ideas, and innovations as Diva takes us around the world with her guests. An amazing show with an amazing host. We thank you for accepting the challenge of opening your mind. We are Inner Sanctum Entertainment Limited, and we are a proud sponsor of Culturama with Diva. So, Hirsch, I was rereading and rereading your bio, and I'm like, oh, wow, this guy is awesome. He's just doing his thing. He's just passionate on helping people. You studied financial education and economics why pursue that um so in undergraduate i studied economics uh it kind of gave me the gist of how you know the world kind of works in terms of money and um and that was a good foundation i would say but i still didn't know how to manage my money after that really and um so I went to grad school as well to just kind of further my studies and, and do well in the career that I, I'm in, um, which is entertainment finance. Um, so I decided to get my MBA and, um, you know, I went through another three years part time and uh, while I was working and, and decided to learn, you know, focus on finance when I did my MBA, but I still didn't learn about how to manage money. <laughs> um, so I think at the end of the day, I came out with about $125,000 in student debt. So that's why I decided I needed to learn more about how to manage my, my debt and how to help people, other people manage their debt. Uh, I was able to successfully, successfully pay off my student loans in about three years. And most people end up taking about 10 to 15 years, depending on, you know, what the amount of their loan is, how much they can afford to pay. You know, it all comes down to what you want your journey to be. Like we said, you know, if you have the power to create your dream life. For me, my goal was to not pay it off in 10 years, which is what it was set at. My goal was to pay it off in five years. And then I went above and beyond and ended up paying it in three years. Because I, I just don't like owing 
any money to anyone, whether it's a financial institution or a person. Um, so my goal was to pay it off, get rid of it. So I don't feel the burden going forward when I want to like, you know, buy real estate or invest my money in other avenues that will help me grow my money instead. So I paid it off as quickly as possible. That is That's- why I brought you on the show because and doing this segment for the for the young people, the university undergraduates and postgraduates, because many of us, we borrow student loan all over the world and mm-hmm. we can't pay it back. Yep. And as such, you know, I'm like, hey, if he can find a solution to pay off your debts, I'm like, hey, bring him on the show. <laughs> Thank you. And I appreciate that. And right. I love that. I love that you're doing that because I feel like everyone has a diff- different approach. They all have a different life story. So of course, this is not one, you know, um, approach that fits every single person's situation. But I think it's something to look into and learn about and see what works best for you. Yes. Right. right. So before we get into the steps um, in order to, you know, achieve those dreams, let me ask you, Hirsch, what are some of the common reasons why the young people are, you know, holding back on their dreams and, and, and not trying to solve their debts? I think it's all about that yolo mentality right you only live once um there's two types of people in this world ones that work harder while they're younger make something of themselves and then they'll enjoy later right and then there's others who want to enjoy first and then they're like you know things will figure out um you know i'll do the bare minimum or whatever it is i'll go with the flow and and then i'll i'll set up my you know whatever i need to do financially uh for myself i'll set that up later on but I want to I want to enjoy my like peak like young years and and hang out with friends and go out party and all that stuff. And I'm not saying everyone does this. I did it too. So I'm not one to judge someone else for it. I'm not trying to judge anyone. Period. Anyways, but that's I think that's what's happening more and more. I think the the world is shifting slightly now because of the pandemic, where people are getting more financially savvy and looking into their finances a little bit more because they kind of have to um but before that you know if someone's going weekly to bars with friends um after you know during or after college then they're not really saving towards paying off their debt they're not really saving or they're not trying to pay it off quickly um most you know, student loan debts, uh, they, they're set at a very high interest rate at like six to 7% initially. Um, and then unless you refinance, you know, you can get it down lower, especially right now, there's such a huge chance to lower your interest rate because interest rates are at an all time low in the U S. So if you, if you end up focusing on that, then you can achieve your dreams a lot faster. But if you focus on you know, trying to have fun or you're, hey, I'm going to miss out on hanging out with my friends at this event or that event, then yeah, you're putting, you're putting your financial freedom or your financial dreams on a, on a back burner essentially, because um, you're not giving it your full effort. What is budgeting? So budgeting, uh, I kind of reviewed it a little bit, in, I guess, in an earlier question, but your, your budget is essentially your finance plan. Uh, whether you want to take it as a weekly, monthly, or annual plan, that's up to you. But you're basically tracking and managing your income 
right against your expenses in this one spreadsheet or tool if you want to call it uh, where you can see how much are you paying in expenses versus how much you're earning in income so you want to align the two uh, where you want to basically match up every dollar earned to uh, a category in your expenses bucket or your savings bucket so you're going to take your say you're making again i'm going to use the five thousand dollars if you're making five thousand dollars in income you want to make sure every dollar that you've earned from that let's just assume that that's after taxes so five thousand dollars after taxes every dollar earned after taxes should be categorized in uh, either an expense bucket or a savings bucket uh, so basically what you're going to do is if you're going to pay rent say it's a you know two thousand dollars you're just paying in rent so 2,000 of your 5,000 is going to go into rent. Uh, and then you may have utilities that let's just say it's a thousand dollars. I'm picking bulky numbers to make the math easier. Um, so thousand dollars in utilities. So you, you've already spent 3,000 out of your $5,000. Now, what are the other smaller expenses that you're paying for? You know, cell phone bill, uh, your grocery bill, your eating out, your um, you know, your office expenses or whatever it is that you're spending money on, on a recurring basis, you want to add those first. And then after that, whatever, you know, months have certain types of expenses, say some kind of holidays or birthdays that are not, that are not happening every month. Uh, you try to kind of put those buffers into the months uh, if you're doing it on a monthly basis to make sure that you're capturing all costs that you you are going to incur in the future, right? So that will help you figure out how much money are you actually saving every month, right? You're stashing away, you're making an emergency fund out of, if you already have an emergency fund, then, you know, taking that money towards a savings goal that you might have of investing in a house, investing in the stock market, um, or, you know, whatever else that you're interested in to kind of grow your money over time into retirement, um, you put that money towards that difference towards that. So high level view, you're taking your income, you're subtracting your expenses, and you're seeing what's left over. You want to increase that leftover sum, basically, decrease your expenses and increase your income at the same time if you can do it all. <laughs> um, that yes. would be the ultimate goal, right? Absolutely. Of course. So many parents, um, you know, when they, when they have their newborn, they don't think about university right away. Um, but when they reach like high school and they're about to finish, they still don't think about university. Some don't, but some do. What would be some tips and tricks, tricks in order for parents to start um, investing slash investments in their child's tertiary education got it yeah no that's that's actually a really really important question because i grew up not learning about money as much i know a lot of my like family cousins they didn't grow up learning about money as much uh not from our parents we learned it from you know various businesses that our parents ended up buying later on and later on in our life or um you know we started learning about it through the businesses a little bit later on at least because our parents never really talked to us about money as much uh, it was more of like a uh, especially in the south asian culture we you know tend to like oh no no i don't want to worry my kids about the money aspect let them focus on their studies but those studies 
the school education doesn't really teach you about money. So at the end of the day, we're kind of hurting when we come into uh, the real life scenario of working and trying to save up for our own retirements or trying to build a future for ourselves financially because we haven't learned the basics or the foundation of money itself. So I think the best best thing you can do for your kid uh, if you're trying to invest in your kid's future is teach them about money. Take small little lessons as they're growing up, you know, um, teach them about like buying things or selling things, like just simple concepts, right? Oh, how much money did I make if I, you know, sold it for this price versus this price? Or, you know, if I'm buying something, let's say I'm buying this banana at like 10 cents and I sell it to my friend for 50 cents, how much money have they made? You know, like small and digestible concepts like this will help them go a long way. And then what else you can do is um, there's plenty of college savings plans out there and uh, funds. I think the most popular one in the U.S. is the 529 plan, which essentially allows a parent to put money in towards their children's college fund. Um, and it's not, I believe it's not tax, it's tax, tax advantaged. Um, so it, it goes straight to the college. I don't think the kids can even like actually pull the money out. It's, it's supposed to be going straight to the education. Uh, so yeah, if your if your uh, child doesn't, you know, get, uh, go to college or, you know, doesn't use the funds and it's kind of a, I think, I think it doesn't work for them because it kind of gets wasted because you can only use it for education purposes. Uh, but there's other ways of going about it. Some people I've talked to friends who've basically set up like a, a, a Roth IRA account for their child, um, them having a business, they kind of have the small little salary that goes to their child. They've like hired their kid essentially, um, uh, you know, just in a small way and they're able to put money into their retirement account that they, then they won't be able to touch until much later, right? So this is not really for college then, but it is for their future. Uh, you can set up custodial accounts for, for your kids that, you know, they get to use it after they turn 18. So then they can use it either towards college or um, if they want to start a business, whatever it is to kind of set them up for success in the future. But I honestly think that the best thing you can do for your child is try to teach them about financial education and money management as they're growing up, because that's really going to go the longest way. Um, I think, Absolutely beautiful. Wow. Yeah. I've learned a lot myself. So I see on your website that you have a free budget downloader. Tell us about that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, that's something that I had created because I'd used a similar thing for myself when I was paying off my student loans. And that's really when I started budgeting for myself as well, because I had this goal of paying off $125,000 in the next, you know, my goal was five years. So I was trying to make it into a five-year plan for myself. And five years is not a long, long time. Um, you know, if, you, if you're gonna carry that debt for 10, 20 years, then you're gonna feel that burden for a longer time. You're gonna feel like you can't move forward in your life. You're just gonna keep stacking on other debt that you're accumulating over time. And I think it really becomes a problem. That's why a budget is so, it's so, um, it, it kind of sets you free almost yeah it's a little painful in the short term but long term it, it's such a good uh tool for your own freedom right your own financial freedom 
Um, so that budget I created, I wanted to kind of automate it a little bit and make it a little fun looking and so they can see some <laughs> charts and pictures and put yes. some goals there for you. So I have like a goal for your, you know, um, your, your college uh, tuition payoff or your, if you're trying to buy a home, there's, yes. there's goals built into that they can use. Um, all, all the, all the tabs that I've put it in there, put in there are, you know, automated through formulas. So all you're doing is filling out the budget sheet. And then there's right. like a summary, summary sheet that basically tells you your whole picture, essentially, where you stand, if you've completed your goal or not, how you've been spending over time. Uh, so I, I think it's a very useful tool. And if anyone, you know, wants to use it, it's definitely there on my Instagram. There's a link in my Instagram, um, at Hirsch Chopra Financial Coach. You can go ahead and, you know, um, request the download. I usually just email it out within 24 hours. Um, it's not just like a click and download. Right. Uh, so, but I think it's really useful. And you don't have to use that. You, to go download any budgeting app, or you know an excel sheet or create your own little like simple thing on on a sheet of paper right all you have to do mm -hmm. is put your put your income your expenses and break it down into the separate categories in, in each one and see where you land at the end when you um, subtract your expenses from your uh income right yes uh, that'll tell you your whole story what if you're spending more than you're earning or you're spending less than you're earning and then you can take the next step before Apple, could you give us some tips and tricks on how to save wisely, how to spend wisely, um, especially those as university students? Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and like you said, I, I think most people feel like budgeting is, uh, you know, over their head, but it, it really is a simple concept. Uh, no one needs to be scared or be fearful of it. It, you don't need to have an accounting background or finance background to understand this because this is basically what you're already probably doing, right? So for college students, uh, either in college or coming out of college, they can they can easily start tracking their expenses because now they're spending on you know rent, uh, they have utility bills, they're spending on groceries while they're in college sometimes uh, if they're living in apartments. Uh, and, and they're, and they're eating out They're you know, they're buying liquor and all this stuff. So trying to manage those expenses becomes trivial at that stage because they're not making as much money. They're only usually spending, right? And what, what does that go on? Your credit card, your credit card, you're paying about what, 20% in interest. If you don't pay it off right away. Um, I only use credit cards when I know I have funds in my account or if I can afford to, you know, buy whatever I need to buy. If it doesn't work with my financial goals, then I either return it or just don't buy it at all. And I think that's the, the biggest key here. A lot of us, we get bound by social approval, right? So we, we do think sometimes at that age or when we're in that, the, you know, the, the teens or the, the low early twenties um, to kind of feel good about being surrounded by people that actually think we're cool or, you know, uh, we're doing well, we need that social approval from them. Like, Hey, if I buy this, it's, it's going to like, you know, uh, think, um, people are going to think that I'm cool or whatever it is that they feel in that moment. I think we need to get away from that mindset and do stuff for your own future and for your own self. If you're going to buy something, make sure it's something that you want that makes you happy. Right. And that aligns with your needs. So that's one definitely tip for you. Don't 
don't go with the YOLO mentality. Don't go with, hey, if my friend did it, I should do it too. Um, you don't need to be part of the herd. Uh, try to, you know, try to be your own, your le your own leader in your own uh, financial success, right? Uh, no one else is going to pay your bills. You have to do it. So get away from that mentality. Another thing I would say is just writing down your expenses on a weekly basis or a daily basis will really help you see how much you're actually spending. Most people don't see what they're spending until they don't have money in their accounts. Uh, <laughs> so making sure that 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 money doesn't disappear before you realize it. Uh, I think getting ahead of the, the bullet here is very important because you're never going to know how much you're spending unless you start writing it down, unless you know it, it's in front of you, you can see it. And um, I think that I think that would be the best tip for any college student because I know I didn't do that in college. I didn't do that while after I graduated from college. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, and try to, I think, ultimate goal is to increase your income and lower your expenses so if you see an expense that's you know not aligning with what you're what you need then try to reduce it you can negotiate bills you can find cheaper products you know try to help yourself as much as you can so could you tell the folks where can they find you and book you for consultations definitely um so my main platform that I respond on uh, pretty quickly is Instagram. You can find me at Hirsch Chopra Financial Coach. Uh, my website link is also uh, hirschchopra.square.site. And uh, you can book, you know, you can book some time with me on that. I have calendar um, kind of uh, buttons to kind of book time on my calendar. Uh, I do offer some initial cons uh, free consultations if you want to do get financial coaching. And this is just to kind of like learn your your picture so you don't have to really sign up. But, you know, that's it's a good start. Once you get started nice. about talking about money, it helps you take the next step. Guys, that's it. That's Hirsch Tropa for your financial coach. Thank, Thank you, you so much for today. And he will be too happy to serve you. And you will see him in the big meet and greet coming up soon in June. Uh, who knows if he may have a guide or a giveaway for you. Who knows? And just have to wait and see. And we're going to do an Instagram live too. So you guys can ask your questions. You know, he's so nice enough to volunteer his time to ask your questions on Instagram live and get all the clarity you need. So with that being said, guys, life is a journey. Live good, love God. One love, one heart. Let's get together and feel good. See you next week, Sunday. Hello, I'm Sydney Thorpe. Sydney Sizer is here to help you meet your all your recording needs. Call our WhatsApp 876-281-2801 or you can email me at sidnesizer at gmail.com or s-i-d-n-e-s-i-z-e-r at outlook.com or you can Skype me using Sidnesizer as my Skype name Sidnesizer We can talk Sidnesizer where we love to make good things happen <laughs> <laughs>